Yo, Joker, I got a question for you. If you could pick any animal or pet as your sidekick as a hero, what would you pick? Do some kind of bird. Uh, take after the, the character from Borderlands with, with the Bloodhawk. Ooh, that'd be a fun one. I mean, birds ain't bad. I'd probably go with something like a rat or a weasel. Or, ooh, dude. Like a, like a timber a wolf or a weasel. <laughs> yeah, and they can just fit into so, so many small spaces and that. It's like, so we keep Negan in this building. It's like, I will send him in. It's going to take us an hour, but he'll gnaw through the door. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Okay, folks. Um, we're going to begin the episode. If you like the episode, give us a like, comment, share with a friend. And, uh, you know, if you don't, get derailed. So this week's episode is going to be on Crypto the Superdog. So let's get into his real world origins. So Crypto's first appearance was in the Superman story in Adventure Comics issue number 210, March 1955, and was created by writer Otto Binder and artist Kurt Swan. I wasn't expecting Crypto to be so old. That was like, that did kind of surprise me how old the character actually was. I, like I knew he was a, a somewhat old character. Like he wasn't just from the '90s or the '80s, but I wasn't expecting '50s. I was expecting '70s. Yeah, if I if I had to at, guess, at best. <laughs> so, so that was kind of cool. So originally, he was intended as a one-off character. The dog attracted positive attention from the audience and returned four issues later and became a regular member of Superboy's cast. Because I mean, it's a dog, of course he's going to attract the po- popularity. That That's one of those, like, when they're just like, oh, it's going to be a throwaway character. It's an animal. I mean, it's an animal the, sidekick. We are a race that cares more. It gets more upset when an animal dies on screen than a human does. Of course the dog is not going to be a one-off character. Oh, yeah, completely. Like, yeah. Anytime in a movie in that, when the humans are just, like, getting, like, taken out, I'm just like, eh, who cares? As soon as the dog even just gets hurt, I'm like, no! Why would you do that to me? <laughs> So, Crypto had the distinction of belonging to two organizations of super animals, the 30th Century Legion of Super Pets and the Space Canine Patrol Agents. After the 1971 revamp of Superman by editor Julius Schwartz, Crypto made no appearance for several years. What you got? <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the character returned suffering from amnesia in a 1974 two-part Green Arrow backup story in Action Comics issues number 440 and 441. His memory would be restored in the 75's uh, Superman issue number 287. When asked in a 2006 interview why he, quote-unquote, liberated crypto from the limbo kennel, uh, (laughs) writer Elon S. Magnin said, "A A man needs a dog. A Superman needs a super dog. I mean, fair. I also feel like if, like, because, oh, man, I can't remember if the bat dog comes is stuck around at, during that period of time. I just find it weird, interesting that super dog, crypto shows up in a green arrow story that, before coming back to a Superman story. That's a little weird, uh, kind of a weird way to bring him in. You would think they, they'd stick him to the whole yeah I, I almost thought you said green green lantern because even that would have made more sense considering they're you know in, in space, space. But, but i do like the limbo kennel i know that, that was funny that's good <laughs> uh so crypto had his own feature in the superman family 
issue number 182 Mar- uh, from March to April in 1977 to... Uh, Issue number 192 from November to December of 1978 and was written by Bob Tomei. And that. So, I mean, two years for a character that wasn't even supposed to. That's only one year. Oh, oh, holy cow, that is. That's one year and ten issues, but still, for a character that wasn't supposed to be anything more than a one shot. Yeah. That's impressive. It's not bad, especially like ten issues thinking about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, in the final non-canonical pre-crisis Superman story, Alan Moore's Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, Crypto would sacrifice his life to save Superman by biting the throat out of the kryptonite man. The villain died, but Crypto was irradiated by him and died as well. Wow. That... I mean, I guess if you're going to have him go out, you're going to have him go out with a bang. Right? And also, just that imagery and that, like... That is very brutal. That is intense. <laughs> Oh, God, before the, uh, yeah, because uh, what was it, uh, pre-crisis. Ah, I love those crisis events. Okay, well, that's kind of uh, all we got for the real world, so let's get in-universe. Dun-dun-dun. So, Crypto was originally the toddler Kellel's dog while they were on Krypton. Uh, Jor-El, testing prototypes for the rocket that would eventually send Kal-El to Earth, decided to use Crypto as a test subject. Good to know humans, like, Earth humans aren't the only ones sending animals as subjects. Right? That cracked me up so, so much, just simply just because, like, him just being like, I gotta test it on a live subject. And instead of just going out and probably buying something because he had the money, he's just like, he just looked over, he's like, boy, come here, come here. But it is also nice to know that this is a good explanation of what ha- how we have a super dog. True. Because I always kind of wondered that growing up because I never really looked into any of his history. Neither did so I. I was always curious how we had a super dog. I always wondered that too because I was I was like, was somebody on the planet just like, I need to save my dog. Get him off the planet. Right. But, so, yeah. <laughs> so, however, Crypto's rocket would be knocked off course. The rocket drifted through space for years until it eventually would land on Earth where Crypto was reunited with the now-teenage superhero, Superboy. Mm. Man, he sat, sat in space for a long time. Yeah. Because at that point, Superman's an adult. I mean, it's kind of similar. A clone that's grown up. It's kind of similar. Like, there's a few. There are. F- oh, man. Krypton Exploding just messed up everybody's escape plan. Oh, yeah. Because I know uh, <laughs> Supergirl had a similar story. Very. Where hers got knocked off course. And it's almost kind of one of those things like, um, like Kel El lucked out so hard. Oh, yeah. That he got to Earth when he did. <laughs> like that. Man, that went perfect. Okay, so due to the environment, uh, Earth's yellow sun and low gravity, Crypto possessed the same powers and abilities as his master. Although his physical abilities were proportionate to his smaller size and species, similar to an ordinary dog versus a human. A certain sensory abilities of, of Crypto's senses of smell and hearing would be more acute than those of Superman. Just as an ordinary dog senses would be more acute than those of an ordinary human. Which is kind of cool. Like, I mean, you can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense given the planet they're from and considering they basically evolved very similar, apparently, to Earthlings. Yeah. Just with a different environment. Yeah. 
So, you know, they got dog, they got pooches and cats. <laughs> yup. So, Crypto would also have super canine intelligence, uh, which was approximately human level, though with his canine traits and interest still present. Uh, the comics would express this via the use of thought balloons indicating he was thinking. Which I think is kind of cool. That <laughs> is. I do. I did love that add-on, and honestly, makes the movie coming out make a lot more sense. Right. Uh, when fighting crime, Crypto usually wore a gold a gold collar, a miniature facsimile of the family Superman S symbol for a dog tag, and a dog-sized version of Superman's cape because that's adorable. In one story, he was gifted a collar which contained a retractable cape within the collar that could be unfurled or hidden by pressing a stud on the collar. Oh, that's that's kind of cool and advanced. That almost reminds you of the uh, flash ring. Yep, that's probably where they got the idea from, to be honest. Actually, probably is. When not accompanying Superman or Superboy, Crypto spent much of his time romping through space. However, while on Earth... uh, he stayed with the Kent family, posing as their pet dog, Skip. It's an interesting name to give him. Did, did he like skipping? <laughs> it is. I also, I would like to almost actually, let's so, so bad. I find it funny that he needs, needs like a hidden identity because it's just one of those like, what weird person can recognize, because I can't recognize two different dogs that look the same. Yeah, no. I could not tell them apart. Like, if there was a crypto dog flying over, and then we found out it was our na- like neighbor's white dog, I would have been just been like, honestly, if you didn't tell me, I would have never been able to figure that out. <laughs> it probably comes from just the mentality Superman already has from being growing up and already having all the experience of having a secret identity. I mean, at He's least... just like, we're just going to continue it with you because it's just habit. True, true, true. Okay. So, in that identity... His guardians applied a brown dye patch on his back for disguise, which Crypto could burn off with his heat vision when he went into costume. Quote, unquote. <laughs> uh, later, the Kints would devise a pull cord activated dye applicator and other mes- methods, which Crypto could use to switch to skip and back without assistance. So, at least they gave him a completely, like, like putting a patch on him is better than putting, su- putting glasses on Kent. It's the same thing. <laughs> It's a little better. It's a little better. It's just the glasses version for a dog. I mean, it's I still... one patch. It's a patch that looks like a brown spot on his fur, though. That. But if they did more than one, I'd give them more credit. Turn him into a Dalmatian, basically. Exactly. And maybe have the spots not always be the same. But if it's going to be the same patch in one spot and one patch... That's just as bad as having glasses. Because uh, eventually somebody's going to catch it. I think it's a little better, but still not gr- by much. Okay, so, uh, well, that's kind of it for the his- in-universe history of crypto. Yeah, because I'm as much as I want to say I'm surprised there was really nothing out there, I'm really not. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, pr- this is kind of what I expected in that. But a fun character, a cute character. Honestly, I like it. Honestly, there was more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, so uh, let's see what medias he's been in. He, he definitely had some uh, more than I was expecting. So for TV, except for two instances, he pretty much only shows up for an episode or two um, in various shows such as The Adventures of Superboy, Batman the Animated Series, Justice League Unlimited, Smallville, Teen Titans, and Batman Brave and the Bold. But he has his own show, Crypto the Superdog, 
and uh, shows up heavily in Titan season two. Huh? I still haven't. Still Which is haven't weird because they instead of being a white dog, they did like a golden retriever. So they they slightly changed his look. Interesting. Which threw me off because I knew it, it was supposed to be crypto, but at the same time, like, is that crypto or is that just some other random super dog? I mean that that's always my issue sometimes when they change characters like that because it's one of those like the universe is vast and there have been multiple versions of characters yep. to the point where it's like wait is that the character or is this a <laughs> new one they're trying to introduce exactly stop messing with us <laughs> like TV shows okay so in film he appears in Superman slash Batman Apocalypse has a cameo role in the Teen Titans go to the movies. And it's set to appear in DC League of Super Pets, voiced by Dwayne Johnson. I'm pretty excited for that movie. I'm excited to see Dwayne Johnson as a dog. Right? I'm like, I'm like, dude, that's gonna be a funny movie. If that dog doesn't stop and stare at the screen and smolder, well, he doesn't raise an eyebrow. <laughs> just in the theater, and that the whole movie is like, raise the eyebrow, raise the eyebrow. Oh, Why is he raising the eyebrow? That, that really will be me the whole time I'm watching this. <laughs> So he had a surprising amount of video game appearances, oh which I didn't even know were a thing. Yeah, uh, no. He appears in DC Universe Online, is an unlockable character in Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham and Lego DC Supervillains, and is a purchasable, pl- purchasable playable character in Infinite Crisis. Uh, he is also mentioned in the second Lego Batman uh, DC Superheroes, and was set to appear in Injustice 2, but was cut for unknown reasons. Maybe because the people doing doing the game were just like they're they're like you want us to make a dog fighting character. Yeah, that and like that would make a lot more sense. I feel like that might have been why like when they presented, they're like they're like okay, okay, okay. What? <laughs> like if it was some of the older style fighting games where you can have, where like your character has somebody come in and assist you temporarily, that I could see for like Superman. Oh, yeah. But, like, as an actual playable character, why oh, would they think this is an idea? If they had done, like, yeah, the Capcom con type of thing in that, where sometimes some of them had their like, exactly. buddies come in and help. But, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, not disappointed he wasn't in, in there. Yeah, so that was... That's all we got. That was actually a lot more media than I was expecting on the character. Same. When I, when I, looked, when I was looking it up this morning and I saw it was a huge list, I'm like... There's no way he's really in that much. <laughs> okay, well, um, I guess the question that we always ask, uh, you a fan, Joker? I mean, I guess for as little as we would know, he's a fun character. So I guess I am. Yeah, I'd say I'm a fan too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan, too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.